This is Cardinal Francis George. I invite you to join me for the next few minutes to reflect with Father Robert Barron on the Word of God, which is the Word on Fire. Word on Fire Catholic Ministries is a nonprofit ministry at the forefront of Catholic evangelization, using new media to spread the faith on every continent. Father Barron challenges us to open our hearts to the Word on Fire, which is God's Word of love for each of us. If our hearts are open, the Lord can change and transform us so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The global benefactors of Word on Fire, with the support of the Archdiocese of Chicago, now present Word on Fire. Peace be with you. Friends, we have a great privilege this year that All Saints Day falls on a Sunday. So more and more people can participate in this wonderful feast day. We've just been through Halloween. It's, of course, All Hallows' Even, the eve of All Saints' Day. It's too bad that we often forget that association. Halloween does have a very strong spiritual overtone. It's a way of kind of mocking the dark powers. That's why we dress up. That's why we hold up images of death and so on. It's not just to scare us. It's almost the contrary. It's to mock. It's to laugh at the powers of death. And we do that with great confidence on the eve of All Saints' Day. Because in the saints we see this great possibility for life that God has held out to us. Okay, so let's talk about the saints, all the saints. What strikes you first about the saints is their incredible diversity. It would be next to impossible to find one pattern of holiness, one way of following Christ. Among the saints, you have Thomas Aquinas, that towering intellectual, one of the most brilliant men that ever lived. And among the saints, you find the curé of ours, a man who barely made it through the seminary, a man who struggled to learn Latin. Among the saints, there's Vincent de Paul, who is paradigmatically a saint of the city. And among the saints, there's Antony, who found sanctity in the harshness and loneliness of the desert. Among the saints, there's Bernard of Clairvaux, kneeling on the hard stones of his monastery, living a life of penance and prayer. And we find Hildegard of Bingen singing and throwing flowers, madly in love with God. We find among the saints, Albertus Magnus, Albert the Great, the teacher of Thomas Aquinas, that quirky scientist, half philosopher, half wizard, And we can find among the saintly, although not declared a saint yet, Jared Manley Hopkins, the gentle poet. There's Peter, the hard-nosed and no-nonsense fisherman. And there's Edith Stein, secretary to Edmund Husserl, colleague to Martin Heidegger, the most famous philosopher of the 20th century. Among the saints, there is Joan of Arc, leading armies. And there's Francis of Assisi, a peacenik, who tried single-handedly to put an end to the Crusades. Among the saints, there is irascible Jerome and the almost too sweet Therese of Lisieux. 
There's Catherine of Siena, who stood up to popes. There's Celestine V, who only reluctantly became pope. There's the grave and serious Bruno. And there's Philip Neri, whose spirituality was based on laughter. How do you explain it? How do you explain all this diversity? I'd say this. God is an artist. And artists love to change their style. Artists rejoice in the fecundity and creativity of their imagination. If you doubt me on this, go sometime to the Picasso Museum in Paris, in the Marais district. There you see a different Picasso in practically every room. Same artist, living through most of the 20th century. But it appears, though, every decade, Picasso changed his style. If you like classical, carefully drafted figures, you'll find that in Picasso. You like mythology, you'll find that in Picasso. You like bright, vivid colors, you'll find that. You want moody blues, you'll find that in Picasso. You want the most desperate abstractions, you'll find that in Picasso. Every room, a different one. Well, the saints are God's masterpieces. And he never tires of painting them in different colors, according to different styles and different compositions. Here's an image from Thomas Aquinas. God, in his simplicity, is like a pure white light. But when that light is refracted in the prism of creation, it breaks into countless colors, each one unique, each one an aspect of the light. See, but these colors are the saints. Each one, in his or her own very unique way, reflecting some aspect of the divine reality. What's God like? Look at the saints. Not just one, not just two, not just 12, not just 100 of them. Rather, look at all the saints to get some sense of the intensity of God's holiness and perfection. They're all reflected in the saints. Something else, I think, in this wild diversity of the saints, it means that any one of us can find a saint. You know, the saints are not simply models or people to be admired. Above all, they are friends. When we have a a devotion to a particular saint, we found a soul companion. We found a spiritual guide, one upon whom we can rely personally. Have you noticed in our prayer, in our liturgical prayer especially, how often we invoke the protection and guidance of the saints. And so, in this rich panoply of the saints, almost certainly you can find somebody who's like you in personality, like you in temperament, like you in background and interest. What a grace it was for me very early in my life 
to have discovered St. Thomas Aquinas. I had this very deep intellectual interest in the faith to understand it. And there was Thomas Aquinas in that, in that towering complexity of his intellect who was there to be my companion, to be my friend, to guide me. Whatever your personality, whatever your interest, background, style, you'll find a saint who's compatible with you, who can walk with you in friendship. So find a heavenly soulmate. Make him or her part of your prayer life. You know, you might not like every Picasso, but chances are, if you're in that Picasso Museum in Paris, chances are, even if you're, you're as classical an artist as, as you want to be, or a lover of classical art, you will find some Picasso that's agreeable to you. Now, turn this idea around. What's the value of the diversity of the saints? You can find a saint who's not like you. Doesn't have your personality, background, style. Maybe even a saint who kind of rubs you the wrong way. That, too, is a saint that you should choose to be your friend. Because chances are that saint's pattern of holiness will fill you out spiritually. Carl Jung, the psychologist, talks about the shadow The shadow isn't evil. It's just the part of you that's unrealized. You know, most of us have an aspect of the soul that we kind of bring out into the light of publicity that we're comfortable with, that we like showing off. But that means, ipso facto, there's also part of us that is in shadow. Almost certainly you can find a saint who is not like you, who corresponds more to your shadow side but who is, nevertheless, holy. Making that saint your friend can bring out that side of your soul. For me, the best example of this uh, is the little flower. I think I've told you when I first read the story of a soul, her autobiography, I, I just didn't like it. She kind of rubbed me the wrong way, honestly. She just was such a different personality. I found the book kind of cloying and overly sentimental. But, you know, on purpose, I chose her as a saint because I knew so many people that I admired who liked her. I thought, well, I've got to be missing something. And indeed I was. And as I studied the little flower, as I prayed to her, as I tried to make her my spiritual friend, the power of her life and the power of her witness and writings opened up to me. In time, she became a great spiritual friend of mine, and she's turned out to be a wonderful spiritual master. Okay. Friends, what do all the saints have in common? They're all dead. (laughs) I don't mean that now in a flip way. What I mean is this. It's now our turn. The saints, glorified in heaven, having fought the good fight, having found their place around the throne of God. Now pray for us. Yes, indeed, they encourage us. But right now on this earth, right now in this dimension of space and time, it's our call to become saints. God has painted these great masterpieces. They're on display in the great 
picture gallery of heaven and the Catholic imagination. But see, God wants more saints. Because God is an artist who is a thousand times more restless than Picasso in his creativity. He's a thousand times less likely than Michelangelo to rest on his laurels, basking in the glory of what he's already done. No, this artist is, re- is relentlessly at work even now on new projects, new styles. That's precisely why he created you and me. Because he wants us to be saints in our own unique way. He wants heaven to be filled with even more remarkable examples of his artistry. See, God's an artist, that's true, but we're not just clay, utterly passive in his hands. No, God is shaping us, but with our cooperation, with our personal involvement. That's that's the fun of it. That's the drama of it, the glory of it. God is calling us, shaping us, but now we've got to respond. And it's in that cooperation with God's grace that we become the saints he wants us to be. We bring joy to our own souls. We bring glory thereby to God. And so I think on this feast of all the saints, we find a saint like us to be a friend. We find a saint who's not like us to be a friend. And above all, we resolve to become ourselves saints. You know why? Because we should want to be in that number when the saints go marching in. And God bless you. I hope you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that together we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard. Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George, and I pray that God will bless you and those you love. Father Robert Barron is combating the crisis of faith in our culture. Father Barron's expanded website can deepen your faith, give you new insights into scriptures, and help you become a better Christian. Go to wordonfire.org and tap into Father Barron's compelling videos, sermons, articles, and much more. Wordonfire.org. Connect with one of the Catholic Church's best messengers. Every day, everywhere.